We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Are you good this morning? We want to welcome those of you who are joining us online. Praise the name of Jesus. You ask me since catching a surprise. I mean, sometimes we thought we were going to surprise you. We are going to surprise our team. I thought Professor Lumumba, you are going to get excited and say, yeah, it's just... Um, one of those hallelujah yeah so hope restoration you know you are you are spoiled for choice we have been giving you a lot of food so it doesn't matter who you bring in this church it's like oh, oh it's one of those you know we we use even if you can bring chili jakes yes oh ah, we know him you know praise the name are you good this morning so please if you are a leader let me tell you people from outside they are actually more excited. I mean, I've been receiving calls from outside to say, are you bringing Professor Lumumba? How did you get him? Some other great guys were calling me and said, how did you manage to get hold of him? Because we have been trying for some years. So people are registering from outside. So I want to challenge you, take a day off on that day and, and, and be a part of that. You won't believe 702 already approached us. They said, can they have an interview with him? And then ENCA as well, they said, you know what? Would love to have him. And I said, can I secure an interview, you know, with him? Because we are the only one who can say yes or no. Because he's coming here through us. Hallelujah. So, please be a part of that. Well, the first, the first half of the year, it's over. Hallelujah. If you remember, we started with the prayer and fasting, you know, dedicated the first half. Now we have the second half of the year, and uh, which is July up to December. So we thought, you know, it would be nice to dedicate the second half, you know, with prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. So from tomorrow, 6 o'clock in the morning, we are starting with our prayer and fasting. 6 o'clock in the morning will be online and 6.30, we're going to gather here for a word of prayer. Please be a part of this, Bazalwan. Hallelujah. Be a part of this. We are being encouraged. And then, uh, uh, online prayer. No matter to online, now online in the comfort of your home, they still don't want to do that. So we'll start tomorrow, and then six o'clock, and then for prayer in the morning and half past six in the evening, and then we'll just have a wonderful time in Jesus' name. Amen. So good to see you this morning. So good to see some of the beautiful faces. Hallelujah, and uh, we. We, we, as I said last on the video, and make sure that you feel comfortable, whatever is comfortable for you, and then keep it that way. If you don't want us to see your teeth, it's still okay. 
you have your own reasons. And, and all of us, we are still children of God. And you understand? Make sure you are comfortable and then wherever you are. And then as you are aware, we are in July now. Hallelujah. We are in July. And then we are starting a new series. Hallelujah. A new series. And then Kingdom Warriors. Kingdom Warriors. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good one, this one. We're going to look at the lives of the Gideons. Praise the name of Jesus. The lives of the Gideons, you know, and then when God addresses you based on your future. Not what, you know, based on where you are. You know, God comes to Gideon and says, you mighty warrior. And he says, who is the warrior that we are talking about? Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the least in my family. There's nothing good that I've ever achieved. And God says, but you are a warrior. Because in the inside of you, there is a warrior. Don't look at your circumstances and your surrounding and think, you know, you are not a warrior. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not about what you are going through, but based on the definition of God, where now you are a warrior. You might have divorced, you might have gone through pains, but when God looks at you, he says, here is the mighty warrior. You don't understand at that time and say, Lord, I am so weak. Lord, I lost, I lost my business. Lord, I lost a lot of things in my life. How can you call me a warrior? Utu Jehovah, I am addressing you based on the future because I am able to see the future. Your presence and your past, they don't make sense. But man, beggar when, ah, I see a warrior. I see a conqueror. I see a victor in you. You are saying, me, Lord, I'm weak. Lord said, the Lord says, when? When? Me, Lord, I have failed seven times. The Lord says, yes, I am referring to you. When I look at you, I see a warrior. You are a warrior in my kingdom. Through you, I'm going to do exploits. I'm going to do, you know, crazy things with you. Praise the name of Jesus. We're going to look at the lives, you know, and then of the mighty men of David. Men of war who did extraordinary things. It's a month of leadership. Praise the name of Jesus. When you look at that word warrior, it simply means that someone engaged, you know, in warfare or battle. People who are going to get engaged or be engaged in a battle. It's going to be a month where we focus on those people who are in the battle. Anyone aggressively and courageously engaged in a worthy cause whether in politics or in society. We're going to look at those type of people. That is why you have those pictures there. You know, these are some of the warriors. Praise the name. I don't know if you know the other picture on the far right. That is Nicholas Bengu. These are the warriors of the kingdom. People who preach the, the gospel. Hallelujah. And kingdom warrior, when you look at that statement together, someone who decisively stands for Christ and his truth in the face of opposition. Same members that one, in the face of opposition, we stand and say he is still the Lord. He is still the king of kings. Anyone who is militant and persistent about defending our faith as the enemy is about to destroy it. But we are so militant. You know, sometimes people, they don't understand the, the, the nature of the church. The nature of the church is militant. 
ecclesia, the called out one. Not the passive church. It is because you don't know your identity. Everything is as if no not me I'm not in that position praise the name of Jesus because this thing is more militant you are the child of God you are the child of the most high king your daddy is the owner of the universe that is your father he's the owner of the universe have you ever imagined that your daddy he's the owner of the universe silver and gold belongs to him all the animals on the hills they belong to him that is your daddy that is your daddy you cannot just walk as if we're nah you don't have a father praise the name of jesus but i want us to begin in a different way this morning it was more emotional in the morning and but we want to take it in a different way as well this morning as we begin this series i've realized that in this journey of christianity while we journey together while we worship together while we serve god together somewhere somehow People, they become casualties. And I call these people casualties of war. And that is my title this morning. You need to know that as we walk in this journey, this is not just a simple journey. This is war. And in every battle or every war, there are casualties. Especially the past two and a half years of COVID. COVID has left us with many casualties. We have seen a lot of people losing their marriages during COVID. We have seen people losing their businesses. We have seen people losing their faith. I'm so tired. We called this woman and said, I, I have not seen you for too long. What's happening with you? Utim Fundi said, I don't have a reason. Go to a indoor, I just got tired about everything. I got tired about praying. I got tired about coming to church. I said, but let us check. Why are you so tired? And I realized that this woman, she lost both parents while she was serving the Lord. A disappointment came in, in the midst of her journey while she was serving the Lord. 
When she prayed to say, God, save my father, save my mother. You know, in a season of COVID, she lost both of them. And she became a casualty of war. That is what I want to talk about this morning. Casualties of war. I'm saying to you, in every battle, there are casualties. The number never goes. You know, a few years ago, I watched a movie. The title of the movie simply says, No One Left Behind. No One Left Behind. This movie is about the U.S. Army. They go out there to rescue wounded soldiers and those who are captured by the enemy. The creed or the motto of the U.S. Army simply says, no man must be left behind to die. Maybe you have seen those type of movies. They will make sure that when somebody is wounded, they will carry that person. Because it is their motto that will never allow one of our own to die in an enemy's camp. As a matter of fact, those soldiers are trained. It is part of their training that during the training, you must be able to carry a body of somebody. You must be able to carry a body before you qualify to be a soldier. You must be able to carry a body because in a battle, there will be some casualties. And the role and our motto is that no one must be left behind to die in an enemy's camp. I have been a Christian now, Bazalwani, for over 33 years by the grace of God. And this is what I have observed over the years. That in all the, the armies that you have in the world, all the armies that you have in the world, Christianity it is the only army that leaves its wounded soldiers behind. Did you hear what I said, Bazalwan? Christianity, it is the only army that leaves its wounded soldiers behind. All the armies, when there's a wounded soldier, they carry them and move with this person into the camp where this person can be restored. But in the house of God, the army of God, when people are wounded, we leave them in an enemy's camp to die on their own. I want to challenge you this morning. Look around. Look around in this building you would realize that there are people who used to be a part of this ministry, but they are nowhere to be found today. When you look around, there are people who used to be committed in this church. Some, they used to be in the choir. They used to be in other departments. But when you look around today, they are nowhere to be found. The question is, where are they? Are we concerned about them? Are we not bothered? And what have we done? Where 
of the kingdom, warriors. Way of the kingdom, warriors. Who are going to say, here is my brother is wounded. Here is my sister is wounded. And I am here to carry them to the promised land. We were driving together. Hope was in, that, in, the, in, in, in the midst of us when the spirit of the Lord dropped the name of this person. And I have to confess, for some time I did not speak to Usukhobela. You remember that Usukhobela, those of you who started with us long time ago, from nowhere, and the Spirit of God said, just check this man. I called him. Praise God, he picked up my call. I said, it has been a long time. How are you? Started crying. Says Murud Hubima. Hubima is tough. I've lost everything. My wife, my children, things are not working very well in my life. Where are you now? I'm somewhere in Limpopo. I got a piece of a land somebody donated, some few zenk, amazenk, you know, just for me to build a shelter. And I remember very well, this man used to be a chief usher of this church. This man used to be a driver, you know, who will pick up members, you know, who are not able to come to church. This man is the man when Pindi was about to give birth to hope. He's the man who took his own car to the hospital and to take Pindi, while I was ministering, you remember, I was ministering, and Pindi went to labor. I was not even away. He said, no, don't disturb him. And then let him preach, and then I'll take Pindi to, to the labor. And hope was born. And he's the man who gave hope that name. And said, Wabona, this one, give hope, give hope restoration. So he gave, you know, hope that name. But here he is today, he says, and the cabbage, just the cabbage, it will keep me just for another week. Hey, Bazalwan, we never spoke like this. We never cried like this with my wife. And together in the car with my family, I said, here is the wounded soldier. Casualties of war. They used to run well, these people. They used to love God. They used to be dedicated into the things of God. But somewhere, somehow, in this war, they got injured. Injury is common when you are in the battlefield. The, the question that we need to ask when people are injured is that where are the soldiers? Where are the warriors? Who will come and say, you are wounded, my brother? I'm not going to ask many questions. My role and my responsibility is to carry you 
because you are still important and valuable in the body of Christ, the question of asking to Enzeli is not going to help, but all that I know, you are bleeding right now. You need to be rescued. Where are the warriors in the house of the Lord? I will tell you where are the warriors. They are just exactly like the priest in the book of Luke chapter 10. When a man was wounded, the Bible says the priest happened to be passing by. He saw a wounded man. And because the priest was on schedule to go and preach another sermon, he said, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for the wounded man. They are, they are waiting for me to come and deliver my message. The Bible says the priest passed by. You know, and then later on the Bible talks about the Levite. The Levite came and then when he saw the wounded man, the Levite also passed by. Because you know, they are waiting for me at Hope Restoration to do the works of the Levites. To worship and to bring offering and to do whatever that it must be done. My work is waiting for me. I cannot help and save that wounded soldier. You would rather die in the hands of an enemy. The Bible says later on a good Samaritan. We don't even know the name of this man. The Bible says he was a good Samaritan and allow me to call him a kingdom warrior. A kingdom warrior. He was riding on his donkey. The Bible says when he arrived he saw this man. Where are the children of God? You see, the problem of the church is that we are full of pride. We want to save the world, yet we are riding on our donkeys. The Bible says this man had to come down. Let me tell you, church of Jesus, we can only minister to the world when we come down. But we cannot minister to the world while we are on our high platform while we are on our you know pedestal where we always want to shine yet people are bleeding this man never asked this man that are you a Jew or are you a Samaritan he never asked he never asked are you a gay or are you straight see Tandagabi are you straight or are you gay all that he saw a wounded man the Bible says he took out his first aid kit, started cleansing the wounds. He bandaged the wounds. See, look at the, the scenario here. Elevated the man, placed him on his own donkey. And the Bible says he went to the inn. When he arrived to the inn, he said to the innkeeper, Take care of him. Whatever you spend on him, I will reimburse everything. This is a kingdom warrior. He understands that they are casualties of war. They are casualties of war. If they are wounded, they need me to cover them. That's what I want to talk about today. How is your attitude to those who are wounded in the house of the Lord? What is your responsibility? Or is it business as usual? 
as long as we're okay, is it business as usual? I'm sorry I'm spoiling your day today. Spoiling your Sunday. But I realized, Pastor Man, I don't have much time to play games. When we say we love God, we must demonstrate that with our actions. Let us be true Christians. Don't just be content that you are here. We need to be our brother's keeper, sister's keeper. It should bother you when others are not in their house. I appreciate all those messages, prosperity and all that. They are good. But the heart of God is here. Listen to what he says. I'm, I'm not going to give you seven points today. I'm going to give you the word. Listen to what it says today. seven points. I'm a steps. Steps to prosperity. Let me give you the word. When you read in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 5, it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. That's what the Bible says. It says we need to encourage one another and build each other up. And when you read that verse with the message translation, listen what message translation says. Message translation says, so speak encouraging words to one another. Build up hope. That is our role. That is our responsibility, Basalun. To do what? To build up hope. It goes on. It says, no one left out. No one left behind. That is our role and our responsibility. Let's make sure that there is no one left out. No one left behind. Sakichi masisotu anjebazalwana. Sakichi masitensa sisotwa. Sakabelela anjebazalwana. What's happening with your neighbor? That brother who just got divorced, that sister who just got divorced. Mfundis, I stopped coming from your church because my husband divorced me and he married another woman in the very same church. And they are coming to this church together. So I could not be okay with that. So I just left. Casualties of war. I think the most painful thing in the house of God is for those people who are injured by their own. It's even much better when you are injured by the enemy. But you are being injured by your own. And the very same own, they leave you bleeding to death. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy on us. Sometimes intentionally we do that. Sometimes unaware. 
on our way because we also have a lot of expectations. Utomunye, because we have been doing a lot of checking. Utomunye, I lost my family. I lost my mother. Mfundi sauzange ufige nukfiga. Aungosiyama. Really? But at that time you don't just say really. You just say I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And we need to say, Bazalun, COVID did not make things easier for us. COVID did not make things easier for us. And I want to applaud the pastors of this church. I want to applaud them. In the midst of COVID, in the midst of COVID, our pastors were always there to bury your loved ones. But somewhere, somehow, we have these expectations as human beings. Good. And the truth is, I can't do them all. And some of the expectations is like, Are you aware? One day is value. We have not paid the debts, we have not paid the electricity. Because all of you, you've got needs. All of you. I've seen you have built other people. Casualties of war. But no God says build up hope. No one left out. No one left behind. The book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 it says dear brothers and sisters if another believer is overcome by some sin you who are godly should gently and humbly help that and back into the right path. Did you hear that, Bazalwan? You who are godly, gently and humbly help that person back into the right path. It is my role and your role. I love that. It says you who are godly should gently and humbly help them. When people are wounded, Bazalwan, they need us to be gentle. They need us to humble ourselves. They need us to come down to their level. Actually, Paul is putting it in a beautiful way in the book of 1 Corinthians 9, verse 22. He says, to the weak I became weak to win the weak. He says, I have become all things to all people. Isn't that amazing, Barcelona? He says, I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means, 
I might save some. I may not save all of them, but I might save some. To the weak, I became weak. To win the weak. I have become all things to all people. What does that mean, Brother Lam? When you are strong and you want to help the weak, you need to go down to their level and sit where they are seated. Feel what they are feeling. Understand their pain. Be in their weakness and give them an ear so that you can save them. But over the years, the church of Jesus, we are holy. Sing well, Latina. Well, now you are a sinner. Tina, we are holy. I cannot reach out to you. Utu Paul, to the weak I became weak so that I can save some. Bazalwana, sometimes get off from your donkey and go down there. Sit with them. And sometimes you don't even have to say a lot. Don't even take that phone and begin to ask people who said life is about church? Just greet somebody and say, how are you? Before you even talk about church, oh, so your concern is about And the people, they just want you to listen. How are you? How's things? How are you coping? How are you surviving? That is why Masbe gently na lababanye ebasi makaya. Abanye ba We understand. I know to all of you are watching me. Some of you are scared. Some of you are just lazy. But we're going to be patient with you. Let us just be gentle. Humble ourselves. Understand what they are going through. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 11 says, Rescue those being led away to death. Let's rescue them. Let's rescue them. Let's rescue them. Jeremiah 22 verse 3 it says, This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Some of these people have been robbed by the oppressor. They've been robbed by the devil. As we leave this place this morning, understand that we've got casualties of war. And they used to love the Lord. They find comfort in a bottle of castle. Today they find comfort in this substance, drugs, you name it. 
they used to run in this race. They don't need us to judge them. They don't need us to condemn them. They need us to love them. They need us to remind them that this God still loves them. Where are the warriors of the kingdom? Where are the soldiers of the kingdom? You know what I see in the spirit, Mazalom? I'm seeing Christians who are just going to take another anointing of paramedics, driving an ambulance. When you hear that there is another soldier that is wounded, I can hear the siren. I can hear the siren. People, 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 moving every car on the road because we know that there's another child of God who is wounded. And when you get there, you are not asking many things. You check the pulse. You check the condition. You check them, what is wrong with them. And you begin to give them the solution to their problems. And then after that, you take them, you put them into the ambulance. You know what you do, Bazalon? On Sunday, once again, people, people, you come in on Sunday, you deliver them in the presence of Jesus. And you say, Jesus, I have brought them in your presence. Here they are. I have played my part from here up to here. But from here to there, Lord, it is you now. They are in your hands. Your role and my role, Bazalwane, is to be the paramedics. And we go out there. We ring, you know, the siren. And then here we come. Here we come. We come with our stretchers. We begin to take them. We put them on those stretchers. We bring them in the presence of God. Because these people, they do matter in the presence of God. No matter who they are no matter how they are no matter where they from you know they still special in the presence of the Lord my mother taught me she taught me that because I didn't understand I said mom Look at these family members of yours. This is how they've treated you. When daddy passed away, they took everything. They took everything. A pension, fund the ark, everything. They left us with nothing. Absolutely nothing. And today, here you are. You still give them a second chance. My mom said, Mdanam, If you are able to give them plate give them that plate let them eat restoration ministries casualties of war when people are hurting they are just like a bleeding dog Sometimes when you want to reach out to a bleeding dog, it's not aware this dog that you are trying to help it. Sometimes it will actually bite you while you are trying to help it. The, the truth is that it is wounded. Sometimes they will swear at you. Sometimes they will say things. These are casualties of war. 
all that you need to do. Carry them with your prayers and carry them physically. Bring them into the presence of the Lord. This is the decision that we have made with my wife. I said to this man, Sobella, I'm glad that you've got a piece of a land. Before the end of this year, we're going to build you a house, my brother. We're going to build you a house. Doesn't matter where you go, but please, Uskala Klamudin. So Uskala Klamudin. I'm laughing, Gulungul. No masoli maneganja, no I'm laughing. God is everything. But I said, I'm going to build you a house by the grace of God. And we're going to build that house for him. Then they said, Listen, my brother, all those debts are cancelled. In the name of Jesus. All those debts are cancelled in the name of Jesus. Would you please stand on your feet? I want you to look around. Look around. The Lord already is bringing somebody in your mind now. There's a picture of somebody. There's a picture of somebody right now in your mind. There's a picture of somebody that the Lord is bringing in your mind. Casualties of war. I strongly believe the Lord wants us to go out there today when you reach home, take your phone. Reach out to somebody. Reach out to somebody. Show them some love. I strongly believe this is what the Lord wants us to do.